Hi everyone, it's Nikki Deloach. I am an actor, writer, producer, and you're listening to It's Technically Romance. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. How are you? We're Hi. great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. well we, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. We're, we're both such huge, huge, huge fans. Big fans. Are you? Really oh my are. gosh. But yeah, we've been wanting to have you on the podcast. We talk all about Hallmark movies. Uh, we've had done quite a few interviews of people that have worked with you. So we're always, I feel like we're always talking about you on the podcast. <laughs> oh, oh. So, who, who have you guys spoken to? Uh, we've had uh, writers Joa Botkin and mm, Sarah Montana. Right. Sarah Montana, oh my God. Uh, we've had Andrew. Those are our two times. best. Those are two of our best. We, we agree. We absolutely love their movies. Fantastic. Yeah. 100%. Sarah Montana is like, I don't even know. She, she's like, like God just like made her out of like the most perfect stardust ever imaginable. Um, Joie, I've never met in real life. Um, only I've gotten to be on the receiving end of her talent by acting in scripts that she's done. And I can't even tell you the, the, like the, just the joy and also relief it brings when you see like her name on the front of a script because you know um the time and the effort and the character development and the story development that she's put into something so there's not a lot of reworking that I have to do mm -hmm. um and Sarah Montana I actually was able to do two of her movies and also work with her in Love to the Rescue mm -hmm. as an actor. So we actually got to spend an entire shoot together almost. It was like almost the whole shoot. And that woman, I, I just, there's not enough words. I, I, I met her and I was like, oh, you have been my sister in another lifetime. Like, I don't know how to explain it except for there was just this instant like chemistry and connection and I also think because of, you know, the stuff that she's been through in her life and what I've been through in my life, and I'm not comparing them, but when you experience quite a bit of trauma, you see that in another person that they've already kind of like weathered these like really giant storms that change your life forever. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's, it's so, it's an instant connection when you meet someone who has gone through that because you get to just go deep so fast. And most people are like, yeah, I don't want to be talking about death like five minutes into meeting you. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're not the person. But Sarah's like the person. <laughs> like I can just, I can go deep with her so fast. And it's just, she's a remarkable human. She, she really is. I mean, we had a great time speaking with both of them and, and their characters too. I mean, they both kind of talked about how they would have entire backstories for these characters. Like they would know every yes. little detail, you know, from yes. birth to death. Like, and I was like, yes. that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, and that's how I work. So you can imagine, well, and also how I write as well. I started, um, well, when I really actually got like the first actual acting technique in my life before it was all substitution and feeling and all of this stuff was when I was in my late twenties and I went to Warner Laughlin Studios and Warner Laughlin Studios, the, the technique that she uses is it's like the first half is all analytical and we really are trying to honor the script and pull like every ounce of information from it, like every who, what, when, where, like what are the facts of this? And then 
the second part of her technique is flipping over into imagination and and building an entire life and a biography essentially for this character down to like and then you flip into your imagination and you imagine all of these moments of a character's life and you say them out loud and it's like you know it sounds really kind of maybe woo woo and also like to people who are not like artists <laughs> like like you do what um but yeah, we, so like, I would live out the moment of like, I'm five years old and I'm in my bedroom and the carpet is super thick and it's this really ugly shade of blue. And, and it kind of makes everything so playful as an actor, like before, if you're using like substitution, you just have such a finite well from which to draw because you've only lived certain experiences in your life. But if you are working in the world of imagination with a foundation of facts that your character has given you, that the writer has given you, then you get to live in this world of infinity where any like where you can play in a really giant sandbox. And then you get these moments of like you don't have to chase emotion. You it's just there. You know, you don't have to like think of your like grandfather that passed to cry, you know, all the life is just there. And that's how Sarah writes and that's how Joao writes. And so when you, as an actor, that's how I now write using kind of like that same background. But when you receive a script like theirs, you can feel how thoughtful it is. You can feel the effort that was put into it and for me, you know, I just, I'm so appreciative of it. And it's like the writer is everything. The writer is like, you know, writers and directors. I feel in any situation, especially film, it's films a director's medium, but like it starts with a really good script. If you don't have that's that true. script, then you're chasing your tail the whole time. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's, that's one of the reasons why we, we started this podcast is to really shine a light on the technical aspects as well. The writing, the directing, the DPs, yeah. er, costuming, everything that goes into a film because it's so much there. And we really wanted to kind of yeah. bring that to light because and honor those people because they work hard. They work extremely hard to, to make these happen mm -hmm. too extremely hard and especially when they do it well and I think yeah. the I think we just jumped right into it didn't we I think <laughs> um uh I think well because you're talking about something I could talk about all day long <laughs> like well, you, you can know, too like, I mean that's, I, that's the thing right <laughs> <laughs> but like if you if you want to talk about like there's certain aspects of interviews that I'm that people ask and you're a you're just grateful that anybody's interested in talking to you that's really nice but like you're talking about subjects that I could sit and literally talk to people for hours about because I'm such a nerd, but like, and I love nerds. <laughs> and so like people who nerd out or geek out on certain things because they see the worth and they see the effort and they see everything put into it. Like, I just feel like people, one of the mistakes in the world of Hallmark, especially, but I would say that it's rom-com in general, mm. right? There was a reason why Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks were so brilliant, like why people would see them in these romantic comedies and they just wanted them again and again and again and again. It's not easy if you're doing it right. Yeah. It's not easy to write it if you're doing it right. It's not easy to act it if you're doing it right. And I think people think because it's Hallmark or it's a rom-com 
that it's really simple and it's easy and it's like, you know, whatever, boy meets girl, girl meets boy, you know, they have some fun and games and, you know, go on a second act adventure and then they almost break up and then, but they don't get back together and that's it. But it's like, it's not. And um, so for me, you know, I work as an actor, if I'm getting hired for Hallmark, I work like so hard with an acting coach before every single job we pour through every single page and we're like okay this moment feels real um could tilt to the cheese so hard so like what are we going to do to ground this moment and to not allow it to tip over into that world you know and to actually make this like a real moment in time and i you know that I care a lot about it. <laughs> I care a lot about it on set. I care a lot about it with the other actors. I mean, I'm sure if you interviewed Andrew, he's probably told you like, um, that I'll challenge him and I'll push him um, because I demand a lot of myself. And, I, and, I, and also I think the fact that we even get to do what we love to do for a living is a real privilege. Yeah. And everybody should be taking it seriously. Not heart surgery seriously, but you should do your work. Yeah. No, I, I that's go ahead. Please. No, that I mean that's why you're one of the greats. You're one of our favorites because we know, you know, how hard you work and it shows. And we really appreciate Thank you. it. It really does. I mean, the the range and depth that you bring to these characters is remarkable. I mean, it Thank seems like you. you can do it all. You have the funny moments, you have these very intimate personal moments that you're immediately able to connect with. Like just it's it's fantastic. And you know, when you said you work with a an acting coach for every script, I think mm -hmm. that, that really shows through. I think that is all the difference. Thank that we're you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I have an audition to put myself on tape for today and I just got off with my acting coach. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it's if I'm gonna take the time to do it, I wanna do it really well. I'm not very good at like phoning something in and in those moments where I've been forced to do that, maybe like didn't have the time to, you know, um, it just doesn't, you know, you know, you know, the work that you did and you know, when it's good and you know, when it's not. Yeah. And I would rather pass on an audition that I know I'm not going to have time for than to give, you know, a half-hearted thrown together tape to casting directors and waste their time. Hmm. You know, I don't want the, like, and also for some of them, it's like, they will, it, it might not be your job, right? It might not be meant for you, but if you do a great job, that casting director is going to keep calling you back in. Right. So respect them enough to give, give it all that you can. And it's kind of how I feel about audiences as well. Like they're sitting down and giving you 90 minutes of their life that they cannot take back. Right. Wow. So uh, <laughs> I've never, you, I've never thought of it like that before. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Well, I'm, I, I told you, Hamilton, I go deep. I go deep. Okay. When bad things happen in your life, you really like think about this stuff. Um, I go, I really think like you're giving me an hour and a half of your life. I'm going to give you the best that I have to offer in this moment, because that's what you deserve. And I wouldn't have a job if you didn't tune in. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Um, we do have to talk about your latest movie. That do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, 
Curious Caterer, Dying for Chocolate on Hallmark's mm-hmm. Movies and Mysteries channel. Uh, and we had spoken to Andrew um, about how he said that you're, he said you're kind of witchy and like in a way yeah. that you like just sort of like manifest these things. So yeah. he said that you had kind of like told him that you wanted to do a mystery well with him. Yeah. And so I was just curious, like, what was it about this mystery? Like, what was it about this script that pulled you in that you were like, this is the one I want us to do? Well, you know, number one, I mean, I've worked for the network for a really long time. And I've so I've been working on developing one that got also got greenlit. Um, Congratulations. But it's more of a but, but it's more. Thank you. It's more of a drama instead of a mystery. And also the development process, sometimes it could take a really long time. You just, and also at the end of the day, you just still don't know if it's going to get made. Um, you can develop something for years. I mean, Curious Cater has been in development since 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so when these things come along, like you, you don't want to say no truly you know um and also to be honest the script was really good Mm. um they did a really good job the the writers and our hallmark executive heather overton i did not put together who the whodunit was until literally the very end of the script which is unusual normally i can kind of especially as a writer i can be like oh i see what they did here i see what they set up um you know did not clock any of that I think it was, um, it was Aaron Dobson and um, Christopher, uh, uh, John Christopher Plummer. And I believe I'm getting those right. Please, yes. Jesus, yeah. forgive me if not. <laughs> um, and I don't mean that. It, I, like, I very much know their names. It's just like we got back from um, Easter weekend last night and it was like a whole whirlwind of a, re- a weekend with the kids. And um so the script was really good. It was me and Andrew. It was one of my favorite Hallmark executives, Heather and Brett, who's awesome. Um, and so it was kind of a too good to be true kind of moment in the sense that, oh, this is very strange. I've literally been developing something for me and Andrew to do for the network on the Movies and Mysteries channel this comes along and not only is it with him it's a really fun script and it's also with my you know one of my favorite executives so i i felt like it was kind of a no-brainer in terms of saying yes to it um and so did andrew and we just kind of were like look let's just give it all that we've got and do the best i mean like if you think it's hard to do a rom-com in 15 days try a mystery that's that was bananas i mean like i was like holy moly like these it's hard to make a movie in 15 days period but like all the all the other different little things that you have to do inside of a mystery because there's the layer of suspense there's the layer like there's so many different inserts that you have to get which you do in christmas movies especially too but it's so much more here and also you have, I like movement in scenes. Um, you know, I am not a put me on my mark and I don't love this. I mean, I have done it in the past, but like I'm, I'm more vocal about it now because I can definitely see that it, 
it makes the movie better when there's a movement. And I've gotten to work with, uh, you know, directors like Linda Lisa Hader. We've worked together twice now, who's one of my favorites, um, who also likes movement, primary, secondary focus. Like nobody usually just like sits in front of each other and talks, right? There's usually food or coffee, or you're doing something. You're trying to work while somebody's having a conversation with you. You're putting your makeup on, you're doing something. And there's choreography, you, some person goes there, then you switch places, then you put the tea on and then person like, that's life. And what happens sometimes in these movies because you only have 15 days is you have situations where a director's like, okay, you're standing here, you're standing here. Now action, you know? Ah. And then that's just the scene. It's yeah. a camera here, a camera here, you know, couple a couple takes we do wide we come in closer right. we do close up out of the scene and that's how they keep on track however it's boring to watch in yes. my opinion yes so you know we went into this especially because it's like it needs to move it needs to have a pace to it there needs to be you know so we need to try to find as much movement as possible which made our days like longer, 16, 17 hour days. But those were just mm. some of the things that going into this, like not just as actors, we're gonna do our work, we're gonna prep, we're gonna make sure that we have, we're giving it our best, but also let's talk to the director. Let's have these conversations ahead of time. What is his plan? What is his vision? He's a first time director. These are, you know, which he ended up being fantastic, but like first time directors can be, you know, you don't know what you're getting. You right. There's nothing to look at that they've done before for you to go, oh, I have to work, watch out for this. Oh, he might do that. So maybe I should, you're kind of like walking in blind. So luckily we had Tony who came from the world. He was a director of photography. He's directed like, been a director of photography for so many movies. And he loves motion and movement and choreography and all of that stuff. So we were able to implement a lot of that. Um, I think that they had fun with the music. They made it a little yeah. bit different. Um, yeah, so those were the things we were trying to do coming into it to also make it stand out a little bit. I, I think it did stand out. I mean, I loved, you know, some, Thank of the, you. some of my favorite scenes were with Andrew and you during the interrogation, you know, when he's over at your house. And you're there, you're cutting the, the carrots. And I have to say, yeah. bravo on using the proper chef cutting technique. I saw that. I saw that little detail. Um, well, I was very lucky. Thank you. Because our producer, we had had this conversation ahead of time. And he was like, do you actually know? I said, listen, this is the one thing that you're going to need to, because I don't want to be going up in there with like some crazy <laughs> knife skills. And people are watching going like, what? what is that woman doing on the other side of that camera? She is not a chef. She does not know how to chop a carrot. And uh, Michael was like, don't worry. He's basically a chef. Like he didn't go to school for it, but he can cook anything. He is a foodie. He is got crazy knife skills. Um, I mean, he's the real deal in a kitchen. Nice. And so I had him to kind of show me like how to do all the things. And um, it was so helpful. I'm like sure. even rolling the basil to cut the basil, yep, yep. you know, the way that like all of that. And also the book series, it's got so much food in it. I didn't want to be disrespectful to the people who are really just tuning in because they love the books. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's really good in the kitchen, so he notices those details. Like, pause it, pause it. Let's hey, see, let's, let's see those hands. What's going on? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what was what was your favorite part about playing Goldie, and what do you think was the most challenging for you? I mean, she's such a great character. She's so fun. Um, her curiosity. Um, I have been a curious child, a curious human my whole life. And whenever I was younger, growing up in the South, it got me into a lot of trouble, obviously, because it wasn't um, encouraged to question people, especially mm -hmm. adults. Um, now, you know, it's so great because I have an eight-year-old who's the most curious kid ever. And it's so fun because I, I you know... I was able to embrace my own curiosity, even though whenever I was younger, it wasn't loved. Um, and I think it's the thing that has helped me to like do a lot of different things in my life, like not just stay in the zone of an actor, but to be like, well, I'm curious about like, you know, writing, I'm curious about producing. It, it also, I think curiosity checks your ego constantly. Um, because if you're constantly asking questions and you're, for example, we live in a very crazy political climate right now. And instead of just shutting somebody down and being like, you're absolutely wrong, you know, like go jump off a cliff, whatever. Um, why don't you just say like, oh, that's really interesting. I've never thought of it that way. Um, what made you come to that, you know? decision or that kind of understanding about the issue and just get a little bit more curious about why somebody feels the way that they do you're never going to get anywhere if you don't ask if you're if you're not seeking to know I think it's you know was the thing that made me after the first season of awkward go and um intern at a production company because I wanted to learn about the business of production mm -hmm. I knew creatively what happens on set I grew up on set lived on sets I I could run a set, but I don't know the business of production. So the thing about Goldie that I just loved from the start is just her curiosity, how curious she is about everything. Mm -hmm. And also the thing that I have in common with her is like, like it's that whole saying of like when, uh, with a, do a dog with a bone, like the dog's not going to let it go to it choose every single piece of that bone and gets like gets it all um I'm a little the same way I if I have an instinct about something or if my gut tells me my witchiness as Andrew would say because it's true it's it is true like I don't know how to explain it I've been this way my whole life but like I just will know things I will hear things I will feel things I will know them beyond the shadow of a doubt and I will do everything I will not stop until I have proven the thing that I believe to be true you know it's really served me as an advocate um whether that's you know social justice work or especially in the healthcare industry where you know my son has had three heart surgeries my dad was diagnosed with a rare and aggressive form of dementia um that started in his 50s so we've had a lot of health stuff. We've had a lot of medical stuff that we've had to deal with in our family. And um, I learned very fast how to be an advocate, but I realized I was really good at it. Um, mostly because I am going to just keep asking those questions until I get an answer. And I will keep asking why and how and when and all of that stuff until I feel like, okay, I've got 
you know, the questions answered that need to be answered in order for me to feel comfortable with this, let's move forward. And I think, um, so Goldie just has that in spades. And I love, the other thing I love about her is like, she's, she's kind of a friend to all. She's in the small town. She doesn't really love gossip. She's kind of more of a, yeah, everybody, like everybody's doing the best that they can kind of, you know, that's the lens through which she sees the world for the most part. And I love that because she's trying to assume the best of people. Um, and she's not getting, you know, in the mix in terms of the gossip. And I love that. I've never been a really big fan of that. And, um, so we're actually a lot of, we're a lot alike, except for, you know, I'm, I'm not a chef. Um, (laughs) and I can absolutely see myself like getting in a pickle. And I mean, there was a, um, when I was working at the production company, there was a, a story that I was chasing and it was a very dangerous story. And at one point in time, uh, that why I wanted us to get the rights to. Right. And um, actually, another really famous actor ended up getting sweeping the rights up like underneath us. Um, but I was literally willing to like get on a plane and fly into this very dangerous situation to sit down with this very dangerous person in prison and say, um, "Hey, so here's the deal. I'm so sorry that you're in prison. That like really sucks." Um, but, um, see, we have a story, it's your story and we'd really like to do it. And here is why I think you would really want to do it with us. You know, like I, like I'm that kind of person where I would just put myself in a dangerous situation if I thought like, yes. Right. And Goldie's that person. She's like, breaking into a friend's house I, that, that part right there blew my mind uh, when she yeah. went over there I was like what are you doing that's this is crazy this is crazy. I can't nothing yeah it's just like I, I would do it in a heartbeat <laughs> wouldn't even would not even think twice about it I would absolutely do it in a heartbeat and so I appreciate that about her she's super fun I think the most challenging thing about this role is the fact that when you're dealing with like you know obviously there's a lot of drama but you have to add levity, right? Because of the tone. It's like, there's supposed to be this banter and there's supposed to be humor and all of this. And there needs to be, right? Nobody wants to like sit in that, especially on Hallmark, you're not tuning in for that. Um, uh, There's a specific tone to these movies. And I think it's like, you know, the challenging part was making sure that we didn't tip into the romance or tip into um, a feeling that wasn't real um and fall kind of into the trap of making a typical hallmark movie and what i mean by that is like making sure we stay in the tone but also make sure that we're actually grounding this like it was important for me finding out that my friend had just gone over the side of a cliff for that to be emotional if it's not emotional then the audience is not going to go on this journey with me number one because they're not going to believe that i'm invested right so that's number one. And, um, and on the night, I mean, you can't tell, like I was actually, they pulled a lot of the emotion. They edited it to pull a lot of the emotion out of the scene, which I don't love, but that's not my choice. Um, because I feel like the audience can handle it, seeing tears, guys. They can yeah. actually handle, you don't have to like edit my tears off my face. Um, and, but we're getting there, right? Baby steps, yeah. <laughs> baby steps about what our audience can handle. Um, and, but like, 
it has to feel really real. And then there has to be a slow progression. We have to really clock these moments because it can't all of a sudden feel like we're on a second act adventure. Now we're going to find the bad guy. Yep. Oh, yeah. yep. um, we have to ease our way into that, you know, and that's when um, you have to trust your partner. You really have to be having those conversations because you don't shoot in order. So it's like, okay, where did we just come from? How did we wow. end that? How are we coming into the next part? What are we feeling? What are you feeling? What am I feeling? Let's like really sit down and have a conversation. Let's be mindful about that. The other thing I, I ask for before every single shoot, which might be very annoying to some people, but I don't care. Um, I asked for a, a read through. Yeah. So we could sit down and hear everything, you know, you don't normally get those in these cause they move so fast. And, um, but I asked for a read through, we all sit down, we read the script through, we hear it for the first time because when you read something and I fall into this as a writer, sometimes when I read it on the page, it's perfect. Yep. But then when I say it out loud, I'm like, that's not how actual humans talk. Right. You always got to read right? that line out. You got to read that line out. See how, you know, see how it sits. 100%. So, you know, that's why, that's where Andrew and I have to come in and like really do our work. And that was the most challenging thing I think about the whole thing. Well, I think a lot of people don't realize that is that you guys do do these scenes out of order. And so making sure that, oh, yeah. is, that, that must be extremely challenging. I can't, I can't. Yeah. Understand. Yeah. But they're tools like, you know, they're tools for, you know, if you go to acting class, if you have a really good teacher, they're going to be teaching you these tools of like, you know, where did you come from? Where was the scene right before this? And this is when Warner's technique especially serves me because I can close my eyes and I can go back to that moment and I flash, like flash on all the, like the most important moments from that scene. Oh yes, he touched me on my hand. What did that feel like? Um, I walked out of the room leaving feeling this way. Let me get that back into my body so that I can enter the room into this next scene carrying that with me. Um, so those are all like, right. This is so that. fun, but like, I didn't come up with that. My teacher did, um, you know, but it's amazing I, I that, wish you, can I get yeah, that you do that. that. I mean, they came up, but yeah. you do that now. That's what's so incredible. Like the idea of that is just almost so foreign to me to put myself in that space. It's just unbelievable. Uh, well, it's fun. It's what makes it so fun. You know, it's again, it's going back into that, like world of play. We're playing pretend for yeah. a living and, and so for me, it's like, that's, I just geek out on that stuff. Um, so, and I'm so lucky that I found um, Warner and her technique because I, I don't know if I would be still having as much fun with this as I am now, had I not found her technique. We, um, so we had had some fan questions for Andrew okay. and uh, there was one that I thought would be great to ask you also. Okay. Uh, which is having to do with the movie, if there are, which we assume there are going to be some more curious caterers, we hope. Uh, what are you most looking forward to exploring with that character and in the future movies? Well, I'm really curious to, <laughs> again. I see what you did there. The we see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really curious actually to um 
to see her like so there was this moment which is one of my favorite scenes in the movie because it's the moment they begin to sleuth together mm-hmm. actually and it's in the office where she's at the party and she's kind of sneaking into the office and his hand comes around her you know her face for those of you who have not watched spoiler it's andrew's hand um and then they kind of like sleuth together for a second and then they go their separate ways up until then he's still very resistant of her and there's like this turn in the police department office where he starts to kind of go okay i might need her and then they begin like that you know i think that having fun like sleuthing together would be really fun to explore i'm just talking like physical adventure right physical adventure stuff is um getting getting myself in more trouble um maybe actually really do like doing one of these where it actually really seems like i am the suspect and he has to turn that lens onto me Ooh. that would be really fun to play with um that would be really fun right because especially so fun. if you get like a couple of these deep and you have feelings for each other then how, what does he do with that what do i do with that that would be really fun um i also right i also think um playing the love because these are two characters in the book that do end up getting married uh like over the course of however many movies um how does that unfold because i think while the hallmark audience loves andrew and i to be together they really like us to be together and also kissing so it's like we do yes we do yes we do (laughs) getting to getting to that part of it you know for the audience um i think would be really fun for people to watch and i also just think um they're they're the girl who played my daughter in this was actually that was her second movie that she's ever done seriously and some of her stuff like yeah and there was little parts of it that were cut out just for time not because of her but like the movie was way over so we had to cut a lot out um and i i would love to do more stuff that involved her because i think that you know i don't know when you see a young kid that's just like very naturally gifted and how you know that is like they're supernatural on camera mm-hmm. like most kids are performing on camera and she was just like very naturally dropped into the scene as if you know she was my daughter going to school with her treats like on her yeah. you know field trip and so when you see that like if it was me and i was the writer i would want to write for that i'd be like that person has talent that's really interesting i want to write something in that world so i would like to see like mother like digging more into the mother daughter of it all more into even goldie's past marriage yeah. like in a personal way yeah. and uh cuz i mean we were lucky enough to get um 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 Lachlan Monroe um we were lucky enough to get Lachlan i mean i can't, i still can't i mean he's on like 40 shows right now so how we got him i have no idea but when you get Lachlan Monroe you use him you yeah. utilize a character yeah. like that um so those are some of the things that i would really look forward to doing we we hope that it happens i mean we we love this one this was our first uh mystery one we're big mystery fans yeah. we didn't know who really? it was either we're huge mystery fans we didn't know who it was until until Same. he asked for your apron when that apron i was like there it is that's the thing right that's it yes that's it i'm yes. certain yes. up until then that's, it was like that person that person that's exactly right my husband who's really smart he's a lawyer 
a very good lawyer. And he, the only one he had not pointed his finger to was the doctor uh, up until that moment. And he was like, oh my God, it's the doctor. But like, he didn't know either. And I was like, yay, oh, that's great. (laughs) We did it, we did it. (laughs) Well, our dog is going crazy. So perfect, perfect timing. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, you caught me, my dog's not here. He's, he's, we went out of town, so he's coming, some, he stayed at a friend's house, so he'll be here in two seconds, or else you would be hearing him too, and if my kids were here, we, that would have been a whole the, the situation, so. She, she's young, she's I understand. Like, she's seven months, so she's starting to get used to things, but, <laughs> but we'll go check on her, but we just wanted to thank you so much for your time, again, we're such huge fans, this really yes. means the world to us. This was such a pleasure for us. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me and for talking about the movie and um, for just being so supportive. It's, we really appreciate it. We really, really appreciate you putting so much time and effort into these roles. Like we see it, we all see, see the work. So thank you. Man, what a pleasure this was. Thank you so much. Take care. Perfect way to spend a morning. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. (laughs)